right, we got it. Let's get these alerts off. They're off the screen. Good morning, everyone. It is technically the second day of the week, but it's Monday. And you know what we talk about. We talk about mindset and how do you kind of kickstart your week. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol So, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two... This is, hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. Those who are viewing uh, this video or watching us live, you may seem that um, I'm in a different area and I am downstairs in my new office. Yay! And I will try to do a video or something on my cell phone at some point just to kind of show you how things are set up. Um, but anyways, um, Mindset Monday, you know, we weren't on for a few days. That's okay. But you know, the great thing about that is... Um, we're still spreading the message. So today, Mindset Monday, you know, what I always come back to is a routine. I mean, that's for every day. And I think it's cemented for me on a Monday because that time to always build the foundation because sometimes cracks appear. And what do you think about cracks in the foundation? What's your take on that? Well, you know, I, I think when you when you think of a crack or you think of an earthquake or you feel, you know, that shake, um, it is there because there's a shift there. There, you know, there's a physical shift, obviously, with the earthquake. Um, but when you have a crack in your foundation or a crack in the kind of the way you're feeling, I also think of it as a shift. It's a kind of a gentle reminder, uh, not like an earthquake, but a gentle reminder to say, hey, um, Let's get you in check again. Let's get you back on track. Uh, where, what, are, what are you missing that's kind of distracting you from your goals, your vision? Uh, and there's many ways to apply that. We could apply that towards, obviously, what we always talk about, health and wellness, our lives, because there's so much of the world that impacts our health and wellness, our mindset, how we think, and where we are going to align you know, our energy with. You know, do you want to align your energy with negative energy? Because when you start to do that, and you'll frequently, and actually this kind of came up uh, really over, I would say over the last week or so, you know, while we've shared about, you know, how you deal with certain situations that impact your health and wellness. And I apologize. I've had a lot of fun over the last two weeks. So I'm a little horse, uh, not with my normal, you know, voice, but I'm in my horsey mode. So you guys are going to have to deal with it. I'm so sorry, because I'm thinking to myself, I know how I think I sound, but I don't know what I really sound like, and I don't want to go there. Anywho, you know, we, we talk about, you know, what little pivots, divots, cracks in, you know, our journey and how that renegotiates where we're supposed to go. Or maybe it's a wake-up call, or maybe it's a gentle nudge to say, ooh, hot, you're going the wrong direction. And a lot of times we don't listen to our own mindset. We don't listen to our own bodies. We let other things distract. And the thing that actually came up over the last week or so is the distraction with social media. And uh, to give you an example of that, you know, we've been sharing the journey of really uh, being civic minded and getting involved with schools, school boards, education, and curriculum, what is being uh, introduce to your child that you may or may not like or that you have questions and a lot of people do not you know there's pros and cons of how much involvement 
a parent should be allowed and or a stakeholder or grandparent would not. And the question has come up because obviously what was going on in a particular district that I'm involved with was really asking some hard questions. And this past week and a half or so, you could say there's been some cracks, cracks in the foundation to either wake us up and or to make sure that we don't allow the other distractions around us to interfere with our core foundation. And what happens is too frequently, a lot of people like to, you know, argue or debate on social media and how that impacts your, your health and your wellness and your foundation of what you're going after, what you really are trying to accomplish. And how do you navigate and kind of ignore the noise, ignore the cracks that are people trying to chip away at you. And a person asked me a really great question within the group that I, I've been working with. You know, you always use the word posture, that you're postured in your position. You're, and she asked me, she said, well, give me an example. And she said, you know, I, I've heard some different words used to describe things and how you use that to kind of get you through these kind of cracks on the foundation. And I says, well, when you think of the word posture, at least I do, I automatically think of my body, my stance, you know, are my shoulders back? Am I standing upright? Am I sitting upright? Am I slouching? You know, am, am I not showing good posture, good, good core, holding in my core in? But I also use that for my mindset because when I think of is my mind in a good postured moment, am I allowing the distractions of people that really are using their opinions as facts to kind of crack my foundation and do I put like some super glue in the crack to, 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 you know, mend it and push it aside. And I said, when you're postured in your beliefs, you don't need to prove the point. You don't need to try to fix the foundation that they're trying to crack. Cause it's really, it may be rocking you a little bit, but it's actually their foundation that's cracked. And what I mean by that or is faulted. It's really faulted because if you want to go after people, on social media because they're taking a taking their civic mind to a new place for health and, and helping those that have no voice in this case it's the children. What does that say about your foundation? So, you know, there's many metaphors that you can use, um, but I always say that sometimes a crack is not so bad. It's, are you ignoring the crack? Because what happens when you ignore a crack? The crack's gonna get bigger, right? That now the foundation's got this bigger crack foundations are going to become loose and you may not be able to repair it so that, that's kind of my analogy with that you know i'm so glad that you how you explained that because you know i think what people and then in general i'm not saying a specific group or anything right. i think in general what people don't realize is that an opinion is subjective mm -hmm. objective is meaning learning about the facts as they are the truth. Now, the problem comes that I've seen over these past couple of years is that certain groups of people cannot agree on what the facts are. So therefore you have everything that is, in my opinion, distorted. That's my point of view, that's subjective. However, if I say, um today in north haven it's raining and uh that's not so by the way it, it's very well, cold good. and it's sunny but if i say that it's raining 
that's not fact. So, and that's just kind of, and I really could go on and on and talk about that. But I think when you look at those cracks, you know, is your energy worth putting in or debating somebody online? In my opinion, no, as much as I want to, no. and I know that I have in the past, I am not immune to that. But the long, to make a long story short, when you have those conversations, I think what's really kind of sad in, his, in a way is that if someone doesn't agree with your opinion, you're immediately thought of um, as racist. I think that term is overused. It's not used properly, properly, and it's only a convenience for those who cannot see their own cracks. And I'll just leave it the cracks at that. Yeah, and the and the and the other thing I like to add is there's a time and place. So and and really our civic responsibility and what we're working on is time and place. So much of what goes on on social media, people think you're going to change someone's mind on social media through a online argumentative debate or baiting debate, whatever it may be. Guess what, people? You're not. You are not going to change someone's mind. Uh, you may be able to impact someone that maybe didn't think of something a certain way, but as far as truly changing someone's mind, you're not going to do that. So it's for me, it's wasted energy. Uh, especially where you're debating, you're you're trying to debate something that's presumed to be a, to be fact when it's actually an opinion. So you can't debate someone's opinion. It's their opinion. That's it's their prerogative to have to feel whatever they feel. But if they now translate the opinion into a known fact or what they perceive as a known fact, um, that's a disservice. And certain people can read into that. Other people may get swayed by something like that. I just don't have the time or the energy because for me, there's always a time and a place that things will be revealed, whether it's a debate, whether it's a, a path going forward on one way, whether it's a direction of where something is going, it's a time and a place for it. And social media is not always, um, well, in my opinion, it's never the best avenue. I mean, I love social media for the connection of people, for finding out some general information. Obviously, uh, the getting the alerts, I got an exciting alert last night about my Tommy, so I'm super pumped about that. He is coming out of retirement, this short little retirement that he had. So for those kinds of things, that's cool. And actually, John got the alert. And he, we were we were out to dinner last night at a friend's house. So he goes, you're not going to believe this. Tommy's coming back. And I kind of, you know, the, the thought was obviously tossed around. Is he really going to retire? Is he not? And, you know, I think when push came to shove, he wanted to retire his way. And not, again, directed by media or social media telling him when he's going to retire. I'm going to do it my way. And that's one of the disservices of social media. Sometimes, uh, you know, a, a narrative goes out there and it's because media, the way that it is today, uh, social media and uh, news networks, you know, they feel that they are the be and end all of how the news is reported. And we often talk about that. We compare this time to say the days of Walter Cronkite, where many people did not even realize that Walter Cronkite was a Democrat. 
Um, you never knew about his really about his political ideologies. You didn't. You never thought you were getting a narrative or a one-sided opinion, factual, not facts type of uh, reporting. He reported the news, and he always ended with, "That's the way it was. That's what he did. He didn't interject." Um, there were, you know, some some meaningful moments and certain stories that he interject, obviously with the assassin, assassination of JFK, uh, things like that. But as far as reporting the news, he didn't put a spin on it. And sadly, where the media kind of started that narrative, it's also now on social media because social media does the same thing. People have a certain narrative, you know, a certain bias, and of course. Everyone has a bias. I mean, we're human beings. Of course, we've got biases. But in certain positions, whether you're an elected official or when you're in a position of influence and you are there as an elected first person to, to say, do a job, you have to make sure that you are trying to, as best you can, leave your biases, set them aside, and make sure that you're doing and making decisions based on what's best for the majority. And sadly, now that you know our civic duty truly is to question that now all of a sudden civic duty is taboo you're you know you know as parents or grandparents you have no say what goes on in the schools um oh you're a taxpayer in a certain town have any say with you know how we're going to do this or do that you're the school committee well you know we're going to just spend money the way we want and you know let the towns deal with it um if you start questioning those things all of a sudden that is taboo. And that's the sad piece to it because everyone should always be civic minded, um, knowing what's going on in their community, their schools, their towns, their cities. And there's nothing wrong with making sure that things there's check and balances and it, our life has to be check and balances. So why wouldn't that be the same uh, for your schools and your towns and you know things that you're involved with your community? So important to be civic minded. But a lot of people, um, they kind of crumble with because with that, Sadly comes, you know, people point, pointing figures, and it is difficult to kind of step away from that and say, well, I'm not getting involved with that kind of stuff. And you just have to um, be postured in your belief that you're doing the right thing, be open-minded to change. But also part of being postured is admitting when you're wrong. A lot of people have a hard time with that. And someone said, well, how, how could that be postured? Because sometimes people are wrong. I'm wrong. You're right. You know, sometimes we allow opinions to get in. Or how many times have we chatted about certain something, whatever it may be, on our podcast and realize, oops, we gave the wrong information. We are so postured in how we stand that we say, oh, you know, just for correction, the day before we stated A, B, or C, uh, we had the wrong information. There's nothing wrong with admitting you're wrong. And I think uh, sometimes people kind of like, they just want to like skirt that under the table. They don't want to deal with it. You know what? I think it makes uh, someone more, more showing that they have that human side to them, that it's okay. Because guess what? What do we always talk about? We are all perfectly imperfect. Exactly. And I, I really refer to that as clickbait. And it makes me think of this time when we were podcasting um, that first year and we were talking about a sensitive subject and we always say that we welcome opposing viewpoints we do because you know we want to learn as well like why is your certain whatever the subject is why is your opinion the way it is or what can we learn from you that maybe we didn't know and i can think of this one particular person 
who did have a, who was live and as I'm monitoring what's going on with the zoom and the live I'm also monitoring on my cell phone the comments so I can respond accordingly and this person um, who had a totally different viewpoint um, I could not keep up with with the comments and I was as much as possible and you know welcomed her to you know chat with us further and because in you know in my mind I am trying to be respectful as I even though I totally disagree with this person you know I was totally respectful but in return what I received was that I was patronizing this person and therefore I was racist well, ironically, and I laughed at that I totally <laughs> laughed at that you're not even going to believe this when I tell you if it's the same person I'm thinking of that that same thing is occurring right now in the local in the, in the uh there is a local you know how sometimes uh, you know different uh towns different you know areas have you know, like a what's happening page or, you know, what's going on in our community page, community page. And um, this, obviously this person's not from that area, um, but she's chiming in the same narrative um, and being uh, argumentative pe with people and, you know, trying to bait certain people into a conversation. And I don't, I don't like the bait. So I just don't get well, into that. So that's so well, funny you brought it up because it's happening again. <laughs> That's so funny. So today I want to share something about something, but it's and it does not relate to nothing about nothing. I just okay. want to share this new book that I'm reading called If by Mark Batterson. Mm -hmm. um, and all I have to say is OMG. So he's a New York Times bestseller, author of The Circle Maker, and I have that book as well. Trading your if only regrets for God's what if Oh, I love that. And I think a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the if factor. Mm -hmm. So this is a book that you can't put down. However, he does suggest that you read it one chapter a day to soak in his message. And he relates it to obviously different things in the Bible. Um, I just want to read something to you. He after he writes writes the chapter, it's like his reflection, like he wants us to think. Okay, so he said, "What if you started acting like an agent of grace, looking for opportunities to love people when they least expect it and least deserve it?" Question mark. Obviously, gives you time to think and. I just love this book. So um, I highly recommend it. If you're looking for a new book to buy, a new book to read, um, absolutely phenomenal. And a shout out again to Sandy Kern, because uh, funny thing, you know, we had friends, Jack and Liz uh, were up for the week in New from New Hampshire. And uh, like me, she loves to cook. And like me, we talk about the same, you know, stomach issues and how, you know, as we age, we talk about this periodically through our health and wellness podcast that you know you are what you eat and you know as you age or as your you know hormones just things get reset in your body you have to like reevaluate the food groups that you're eating are they you know still 
enjoyable, but are you still getting a good reaction out of them? Because a lot of times our body changes and we know that your body resets, I guess, every six to seven years. So I was telling her about Sandy's cookbook and she goes, oh my God, do you have a copy of it here? I said, of course I do. So she was reading through it. She was, and she, again, uh, excellent cook. So she was highly, highly impressed. And I was, and she goes, oh, I love how she incorporated a lot of the stuff that she incorporated. We had talked about years ago regarding her daughter because her daughter had to go was having a lot of stomach issues and she was young and having all these problems and how they had to re kind of readapt different recipes to make them healthier um and she goes oh my god did you remember we talked about that i said you're right we did so she was super excited so i said to her yeah there's a couple new recipes she's coming out she's working on a new cookbook for you know the holidays or whatever and she's oh i already ordered it i said well the, the christmas cookbook's done oh yeah she said no 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 this one she goes, you went to the bathroom, I ordered it. She, she loved the layout. She loved, obviously, uh, the, the illustrations are beautiful. Uh, really, you know, the font. <laughs> she, like me, appreciated the bigger font size on the book. And, and the, whole, the whole layout was just perfectly done, made sense, having your measurements and all that in the beginning. And really just the history behind what she was doing. She uh, thought it was an interesting read as well you know and sometimes with a cookbook you don't think of it as an interesting read mm -hmm. uh, because you're there just to get the recipe but sandy does an awesome job with really incorporating you know what she was going through what she had to change and really enlightening us on different ingredients that have so much powerful ingredients naturally in them that really can change your health and wellness and your gut health so sandy you got another order <laughs> That's awesome. And you know, you know, a sidebar to that, she's been, uh, you know, I'm just so proud of her. You know, she, this is something that she has wanted for so long to get that her cookbook published. Right. And of course, she's been on, you know, local TV, um, local radio, you know, so, so many exciting things. But I think one of my favorite stories that she recently told me was a, she was at a book signing and had a great conversation uh, with this mom and dad and their young little boy. And um, she was displaying her gluten-free non-dairy uh, chocolate chip cookies. And the little boy said to the mom, oh, can I have one of those? Oh, no, you can't. And, and then Sandy explained to the parents, it's gluten-free, dairy-free, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, you know, he was able to have a cookie. They were so... The parents' joy, she said, that they felt for the son, his smile, his like after he took that first bite was priceless. Oh. And she recently wow. saw them um, at another book signing. They happened to be there and stopped by to say hello and were just filling her in on how they they just use her cookbook and you know, well, you think about, I mean, two, two, of her, two of the recipes that she has in there is the chocolate chip cookies and the gluten-free, dairy-free mac and cheese. So, I mean, those are staples for a kid. Yeah, and, and I thought about that, that, you know, that second meeting where they gave her an update, like, that is, to me, is, is mind-blowing. Yeah, and, that's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, awesome stories coming out, so... Yeah, kudos to Sandy. You know, Mindset Monday is so much more, you know, I, I think we need to give it a lot more credit because 
you know, mindset is a key. Start building that foundation. You know, as I'm trying to get situated in my new office, of course, there's always a lot of things going on, but go back to what you know and be kind, be generous. Mindset Monday, always blessed and grateful. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I'm with two sisters. And this is Carol, so aka Naughty Bus Live, about to get my pickleball on, hydrating, of course. And I'm super excited because the new Thrive 2.0 water, you know, one of the things that I love about it because it's uh, fusion alkaline water is that there's a real high amount of potassium. And, you know, potassium. Is there's so much goodness to potassium what it does for your gut health, your overall health and wellness. And frequently, obviously, you, the go-to is going to the banana. But you know, you can only eat so many bananas in a day. Uh, and I don't like to take extra. You know, I've got so many great vitamins and supplements with our three simple steps. But I was really super excited um, that it, it you know has the, the potassium in it, and uh, it just I love the shape of the bottle. Um, a lot of times with the water bottles too, you know, if you're on the go and you don't want to take your kids, the water bottles that you actually fill up, sometimes they don't always fit the cup holder. This one does. And I like that. So I'm super pumped about that. But yes, I'm about to get uh, some pickleball on and it is Monday mindset. It is a day for you to set up your week for organization. So, and you have those key pieces and guess what? If you got a, if you got a little crack going on in your foundation, pause, reflect, do a little journaling listen to some music, get out there and dance, sing a song, uh, change that mindset, be kind, pay it forward. We will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. And I believe we're coming on tomorrow night. Yes. Tuesday. Yep. We're going to do it yep. probably about seven o'clock, somewhere around there. So everyone, you have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye everyone.